0: Thanks for tuning in to What Is The Point? This podcast is tailored for those navigating their 20s and 30s who want to end up somewhere on purpose. We promise to keep the conversation real and honest as we ask ourselves this question, what's the point in all the different facets of our life? It's our desire that you would gain practical handles to these deeper questions we ask ourselves every single day. So with that being said, let's hop into this week's episode of What Is The Point? All right. Well, hey, welcome to another episode of What is the Point? You already know who's here. You already know. Well, actually, if this is your first time listening, this might be. I'm here in the booth, uh, in the uh, super high quality studio with Jordan Deese. Hello, everybody. <laughs> that was beautiful. It was formal. Great voice. And I'm here with H- Heather Harmon.
1: Hi, why do you always introduce Jordan first? I, you know what? I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Ooh. another episode of The Point, where I'm here with two of my favorite co-hosts, Heather Harmon.
1: Hi, guys.
0: And uh, Jordan Bees. <laughs> hey, everybody. Nice. All right. Well, now that we did that introduction twice, uh, we're going to get into what we're talking about today. I don't know if you guys have ever heard about this. The B-I-B-L-E, yeah. that's the book for me. Yeah. I stand alone on the word of yeah. God, the B-I-B-L-E. Yeah. Gosh, that was good. <laughs> hey, uh, hopefully we get that auto-tuned uh, so that sounds really delicious. <laughs> the B-I-B-L-E, the B-I-B-L-E yeah. that's, that's the, the book, book for me. me. Yeah. I stand, I stand alone, alone on the word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. B-I-B-L-E. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we are talking about the Bible today and uh, really what we're, what we're looking at. Is what the role of the Bible should play in your life. Yep. Like how that looks like. So uh, we are going to try to get into a little bit of details, but we're also going to walk through like at the end of this podcast. that so we think like, okay, what would be most helpful? Um, I really think what's most helpful is that you just be inspired to pick it up and start reading. Bingo. Uh, mm-hmm. But also have an idea of what you're looking for. Right Uh, because it is very easy to look at this uh, book in a lot of different ways and and we'll kind of break down at least how you know I've seen a lot of people look at the Bible but uh, Jordan hit us up what are we kind of looking at right away
2: yeah so I think when I talk to a lot of uh, young adults about the Bible kind of what it what it means in in our lives how it can be applied all of it the main question is like why is reading it important? Like if I can come Mm -hmm. to church or Mm -hmm. if I can listen to a podcast or I can listen to uh, something on YouTube and I can get the same information, why does it take me actually sitting down or reading and listening to the Bible? Why does that matter? So what I want to ask you guys is like, why do you think reading the Bible is important for the everyday young adult person?
1: Yeah, that's good. Um, when I first became a Christ follower about two years ago, I was, it was very emotional and very feelings based, you know, it was, I was just on this high of like, yes, I, you know, I've been set free. It was just like this huge burden that had been lifted off my shoulders. It felt like, and, um, that lasted for like six months or a year, <laughs> you know, that initial like I high can Nantes. attack hell with a water gun. <laughs> right, and do all the things. um, But then, you know, you you, life happens. (laughs) Um, And that feeling kind of goes away. And and I think that's not like the feeling of, you know, loving God and, and following God, but yeah. just life happens, you know, and I think we go through seasons like that, no matter how long you've been a Christ follower, uh, follower where it doesn't always come naturally to, I'm going to immediately take this to prayer. I'm going to immediately see what scripture says about this. Um, that doesn't always happen naturally, at least for me. And so if we're not rooted in scripture, if we don't have that wisdom, then we don't know what the foundation of our lives as Christ followers says, we don't know what the Bible, what the foundation of our faith says, um, how we should approach this. And so I think it's so important because how can we grow and how can we know God more (laughs) if we don't know God more? And when I initially started becoming a Christ follower and, and, and looking into, you know, what is reading the Bible? What is it like to, to, to live the Christian life and, um, I, I had it backwards. Like I, I wanted to experience God and I wanted to feel God and, and see God. And, and for a while I did, but then it was like, if I didn't see him or feel him all the time, then I was just like, so lost. Mm -hmm. And if I don't know what scripture says, if my foundation is not strong, then I'm going to feel lost all the time.
2: Yeah. I, I think for me, the biggest thing is like you said, I think the Bible is God's word. So when there are moments in my life where I don't always feel like uh, I'm on the same page with God, like (laughs) uh, I think that I should be doing uh, I should be this far in life and God's not exactly matching up to my plan or I think I should be have these things. I don't have these things. God, why? Or I feel almost distant at times. So no matter the, no matter the amount of times I'm in church, no, no matter the amount of songs that I sing, <laughs> no matter the amount of sermons I hear people preach, there are just times in your life where you feel distant from God and mm-hmm. you're wondering like, where, where are you at? And so for me, I, I mean, I saw those moments now been following Jesus for years and years. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, God, where are you at? And for me, I have a, I just have a, a I have a time, a place, and a space to do it. So, I know when I'm not hearing from God, it's because I'm hitting snooze on my alarm clock. <laughs> and God saying, I, like, I haven't left. Like, I'm still. I'm at your table at 6 a.m. You're not here, or yeah. I'm at. I'm at your. I'm on your couch at 8 p.m. You're. You're the one that's not here. You're. You're the one that's creating the distance here. And I think so often we are like, well, God, where where are you at here? Where can you show up in my life in some way? And we're not willing to show up for God to meet us where we're at sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. And, and I mean, short and simple, you know, why should you read the Bible? Uh, ultimately cause it's going to transform your heart. <laughs> like that, that, that's the short and simple answer. Um, and, and you're going to start seeing through things, uh, through, like the lens of God's heart. And that's just so, so, so helpful as a Christ follower. But, um, I know just even so many people see the Bible in so many different ways. And I know, uh, a a lot of people can just see it as like a storybook where you're like, man, there, there's some really good stories in here. David and Goliath, like that's like (laughs) Noah and the ark. Come on. Uh, uh, so many questions about it, but like really good, really good stories. And maybe we like that. Uh, maybe some of us see it as like a yearbook. Like it's almost nostalgic. Like we'll come back to it once a year year, yep. <laughs> Christmas, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll read, uh, Jesus birth. And, uh, yeah, I mean like there you know, it's more of a nostalgic feel. I know others that see it more as like a textbook. Like it's something, mm-hmm. uh, Boring. Gotta, gotta, yeah, I gotta get this thing out and I gotta check my box and and read it. Uh, I know a lot of other people see it as like, maybe like a driving manual, you know, you're just like, ah, oh, I, I broke down. I need a fix. Yeah. Let me just, Hop in the glove department and let me research how to fix the problem that's going on. Yeah. Um, or I know, uh, you know, at least in my life for a long time, I just treated it as like an apple's term of, of, of agreement. I'm just like, <laughs> scroll down to the bottom. I accept all. I agree. <laughs> Here we go. Like, it, I mean, I'm just going to be honest. But yeah. um, ultimately, when you understand, okay, w- like, why is this important? Why am yeah. I reading this? Like, it is going to change your life yeah. and not because the Bible is at the point. Mm. Okay. It just points to the God yeah. that loves you and created you mm-hmm. and, uh, to be able to learn more about him and his heart is, is just so important and crucial for our growth.
2: Right. And I think so many young adults, I, I know you guys hear it just as much as me are talking about how I just want to grow in certain areas of my life. I want to mm-hmm. be sure. able to get better. Um, as a person, I want to get better in my relationships. I want to be able to, to grow in these areas. And I think, uh, I was reading the other day in the Psalm, Psalm one nineteen. It's like the longest Psalm ever. If you ever <laughs> want to go look it up, it's so long, guys. Like Heather,
0: Heather has it memorized. Yeah, go ahead.
2: <laughs> yeah, let me pull
1: it up here for as long. So,
2: <laughs> and it hit. What was weird was it hit three major things that I see in every young adult asking questions, every person, even me asking like. Oh, like the, here's an answer to questions that I'm asking. So, mm-hmm. it's just three verses: verse uh, it's Psalm one nineteen twenty nine, Psalm one nineteen thirty seven, Psalm nineteen sixty seven. It says these three sentences. So, it says the word of God keeps me from lying to myself, mm-hmm. gives me the privilege of knowing His instructions. So, for me, that means that the the Bible can tell me who I am. In verse thirty seven, it says, "Turn my eyes from worthless things," and it gives me gives me life through Your Word. Mm-hmm. So, it can tell me what's important in my life. And then in verse 67, it says, I used to wander off until you disciplined me. Now I closely follow your word. Mm -hmm. It, it tells me where I'm going. The Bible can tell you who you are, what's important, what's, what's, what you should focus on in your life and then where you're going. Mm -hmm. And for, for me, those three questions are what I'm constantly dealing with every day. Like, who am I? Like, what is my place in this world? What's actually important in front of me and where am I going? Mm -hmm. And when the Bible can speak to those three things for me. Where else are you going to find those answers? So I'm not going to find them on my friends. My friends don't always know who I am or what's important yeah. or where <laughs> I'm going. I can look to that and say, okay, it's a, it's a nice reflection of, of where I want to be with my life. Yeah. yeah. And it's tough. I even mentioned this before because it's like it's
0: tough to use like the Bible as a proof text for the Bible. 100%. Um, <laughs> so, you know, if we're trying to convince the unconvinced to read it, yeah, um, you know, it's tough. So it's it's just like a, a, what we're doing here, it's like a movie trailer. Okay. So uh, like go watch the movie because the movie trailer is not very good, but we're giving you some snippets, yep. some verses, and that's probably what you're used to. You're used to kind of the movie trailer trailer let me hear a message here a message here a message here like go watch the stinking movie go read the stinking book you're going to learn so much more you're going to be so much more invested it's gonna well i'm not gonna say it's gonna make way more sense uh but it's gonna be
2: way more helpful for you to go do that yeah and you'll have more questions which ultimately (laughs) helps the more questions you have the more things you'll try to discover and the more questions you'll ask of people it it always helps questions always end up helping if you ask the right people the right questions uh So what I wanted to ask you guys is, because I hear it a lot, can people get by without reading their Bible? Can I be a a Christian? Can I follow Jesus? Can I be 100% in and not read my Bible? Can I get by without it?
1: (laughs) I mean, I think it's the difference between like surviving and thriving, right? (laughs) Um, which might be a dumb example, but I mean, I've, I've approached life. With both mindsets, I mean, I've approached my life with the not reading my Bible, not going to church, not being, you know, doing whatever, and um, I would say that I was surviving. <laughs> and I think when we we don't have that firm foundation, we look to the world for the answers, we look to our friends for the answers, we look to some sort of outlet, whatever that is for you, be it drugs, alcohol, part, whatever. Um, I've approached life that way. And what I found was every time I went to those things looking for the answer or uh, to fill whatever void that was that I felt, I was only left with with a bigger void. I was only left with more questions and, and more just I was just lost, you know, and then. And it's not to say, again, that when you become a Christ follower, when you read the Bible or when you go to church, that all of those things, you know, life is easy and nothing ever bad happens to you ever again. Like, that's absolutely not true. But what it means is that there's hope in those things now. You know, like I I don't we don't mourn like the rest of the world because our eyes are fixed on heaven. It's not fixed on earthly things. And so, I mean, you could probably get by, but I would say I would I would say not for long.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I like to picture it as can you navigate your house in the middle of the night like <laughs> oh, that's good yeah you can like you can yeah. you can try to get from your yeah. bedroom to the bathroom or the yeah, bedroom yeah. to the fridge unless in the somebody of set darkness. a trash bag out in the middle of the yeah, night. <laughs> somebody sets a trash bag you step on a lego like you can you can do it yeah it's just a lot harder you could flip on a light and yeah. see oh there's things that might be in my path that uh, are helpful to know that they're there and so yeah you can I think you can get by in life without reading your Bible. You can get by in Christianity without reading your Bible, mm-hmm. but there's so many things that can trip you up that might not need to, mm. that if you would just take some time to to shed some light on who you are and what's yeah. important and where I'm going, yeah. then you have a, a better road ahead of you, a better path ahead of you to be able to get to where you want to go. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's exactly kind of what you're saying. The Bible is kind of that
0: guide. Yeah. Uh, just, it, and I, I'm going to take the opposite way. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's a lot of people who see the Bible as like the only, the most important thing, mm-hmm. the thing you know, and so it, let's be careful not to trade God in for a guide um, mm-hmm. while we do this. But yes, it's super helpful. And here's what I know. I know a lot of spiritual people Yeah. Uh, that believe in, in God, you know, maybe don't go to church or don't, uh, not saying that you have to, or, or like... Um, you know it would say hey I, I'm down with this Jesus guy but I'm not down with Bible mm. I'm down with Jesus but like I don't dig all of scripture like it's kind of like you know I've got scissors in one hand and a highlighter and a, in the other okay <laughs> but but really I mean seriously there's yeah. so many people and I think there's probably a lot of people listening to this and they're just like yeah like I, I dig what Jesus has to say but like I don't care for the genocide I don't care yep. for the yeah. you know Moses going to be sacrificing his kid like that stuff is messed up and that's not a God I serve Right? Mm. like that's not a God I believe in like, and I completely understand that. Um, but what's so tough is like, if you don't read the Bible, how do you know that you're down with this Jesus guy? <laughs> yeah. Like, h- how do you even know? Um, and so I think it's just so, it is so important to, um, you know, do that research for yourself because you can continue to listen to what other people have to say, but you know, someone smarter will talk you out of it, but, uh, <laughs> just keep, you know, you, it, it's just
2: so, so helpful. So it's yeah, like I'm- knowing the hero. Without knowing its back, his background or origin story. Totally, but it's it's <laughs> so, still it's still great. Yeah, like Jesus, in, just in itself, those four gospels are incredible to be able to read about the life and the works of Jesus. But if you don't, if you have the full picture of what life was like mm-hmm. before him and what he came into, mm-hmm. and can see it with with like it's like seeing something in 3d full color that you might just be able to see in tiny snippets of black and yeah. white if, yeah. if you don't see yeah. it in the full and, picture. And and here's the deal. It, it is a
0: collection of books. So like this wasn't like just somebody sat down and wrote the whole thing. Like are <laughs> several cover. different offers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it's a Canon. It, people it basically yeah. voted on which books stayed, which yep. books went type of deal. Uh, and None so of mine got in. Yeah. So, <laughs> Dang it. It is unfortunate. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I I mean,
1: um yeah, I mean, the the heart cannot love what the mind doesn't know. That's
0: that's a bar. Is, it, is that on <laughs> Did you see that on Pinterest somewhere?
2: <laughs> I I pinned it earlier. Really Was out. that Hold on, is that
0: in the Bible? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's Romans is that, yeah, no, it's, it's not. It's not. Oh, <laughs> it's not. He, what I'll say,
0: that man, there, there's the Bible is so rich. Like mm-hmm. even just kind of go into the Old Testament and you've got, you know, you've got Psalms, which is like mm-hmm. David's uh, you know uh, it's like his mixtape okay yeah, where true. he's just oh like he's God. you know then you got Proverbs which is like God's Twitter, Twitter. okay it's like wow. so it's so <laughs> keep going keep going it's so uh, you know what's Leviticus <laughs> yeah. blood guts and fire baby that's what it is that's what it is uh so I there are so many yeah there are yeah. so many things uh it, it is so rich so um I think one thing I'm interested and in, I get this from a ton of people where do I start
1: yeah mm-hmm.
2: so this is something for me that, I mean, I've grown up around church. I've grown up around the Bible. Yeah. And so I've, I've always been around it in a <laughs> sense, but I've never, up until a couple of years ago, I was never really like, oh, I'm, I'm reading this thing. I knew the stories. I could tell you everything about Noah and Abraham and Jesus. Like, I can, I can answer the flashcards. Like if you ask me certain things, <laughs> Bible quiz. Yeah. You, I can do the Bible <laughs> quiz stuff, but I wasn't really in it. So where I started was I started small and I started consistent. That's good. So you don't need to read an entire chapter be- or you don't need to read an entire chapter. You don't need to read an entire book. Just start small. Mm. And if it's five minutes a day to start out or if it's two minutes a day, just start small and be consistent. And if it, the, the biggest piece of advice I can give you is if you miss one day, don't miss two. <laughs> so just build it into your system. Build it into your routine. Have a place a space and a plan Yeah. because if you don't have a place you're not going to build it into your routine it's just you're going to be sporadic if you don't have a space to do it like carved out into your day that this is the specific time that i'm going to do it you'll always be too busy to to sit down and read your bible and if you don't have a plan of i have people going through something with me or i have friends around me that i can talk about this with Mm. it's it's an easy throwaway that I can do it. So that's been the biggest jump for me is having those things small, consistent, a place, a space, and a plan.
1: Yeah, that's good. I think when I started reading the Bible, I think I actually Googled like, where to start in the Bible it's, it's, good. <laughs> I was it's like, a good
0: place to start I'm surprised you didn't go to the Bible to find out where to start in the Bible uh, I Genesis like it's less the embarrassing beginning. to it ask Google this beginning. question
1: than it is to ask like somebody else so I'm going to Google it Gigs. Um, what did and, gigs tell you? I think it said like the gospels, like Yeah, which I mean, I had a good idea of maybe that's where I would start. I mean, I knew it wasn't old Testament, so (laughs) no. Um, But I think that's okay to do. I mean, like there, there, it's not a lack of resources. It's a lack of resourcefulness. I think like sometimes we, like tell ourselves this lie of just like, well, I don't know where to start. And sure. if I'm going to start in the wrong place, then what's the point? And then I do start and I don't even understand these words. So ugh, I just get discouraged and I'm going to stop. Like I've definitely done that before when I was starting out and then even like two years into it, you know, there's still sometimes where I'm like, I'm two years into this and I still don't understand. Yeah. Um, and you know, I sat out at the beginning of this year to finish the Bible in one year and I am Weeks behind or days behind or whatever. And so for me, it's just like, remove any timeline that you give yourself of like, I have to finish this in a year, or I have to finish this book this week, or what? Just remove that timeline because the way that my brain works is when I put that timeline on myself, then I'm more focused on hitting that timeline than I am on like truly getting to know God and to memorize scripture and to understand what I'm reading and what's the point? I mean, like, there's no trophy for this, right? What is and so, the point? What, what is the point? Uh, it's a weekly gathering. Of, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's like a practical thing for me is just removing that timeline and I so agree with, with the space and a time and if you miss that space and you miss that time, the day is, it's not ruined, right. you know, find a new space, find a new time mm. um, and, and there are just a ton of resources. There's commentary. There's different translations. Ask a friend, ask a mentor if you don't understand something, Um, but don't rely on that. Also, I'd say like pray over it, read different translations and and kind of try to understand, you know, what it means to you and and really dig deep. And honestly, just like this is a privilege, you know, to get to read the Bible. There are places in the world today that don't have Bibles, that don't have access to to get to know God the way that we do on a deep and personal and intimate level. And that is a privilege, like take it as such.
0: Yeah. And I love, uh, just going back kind of what, what honestly both of you guys are saying is like, Hey, start small, like yeah. just start small, start somewhere. Uh, I think that's so important because like actually knowing the heart of God, actually growing in your faith is not knowledge. Yeah. It's not just how can I learn more? Yep. It's applying the knowledge that you learned. And mm-hmm. so when you know say i sat down and i read the entire book cover to cover in one sitting like how much of that do you think i could apply it's a right. terrible tuesday <laughs> i don't know if i can say that actually sorry guys. unbelievable sorry god. i would love reading the bible cover to cover if i had the time you know um or listening to it out of yeah. out of book, you know on, yeah, yeah, yeah. on two times speed the way god yeah. intended absolutely <laughs> So, that's good. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think it's all about how you apply it. And um, I, first off, I'm just going to go ahead and say this because uh, none of you answered the question. If you need to start somewhere and you're hard pressing us on an answer, um, m- Genesis is a good spot. That's literally the beginning uh, Skip of creation. Skip though. Yeah. Uh, or uh, John. John is a great book to read. Yeah. And you can literally read the whole thing probably in under an hour in one sitting. Mm. And you get the entire story of Jesus. Yes. It's phenomenal. That's the best.
2: Uh, that's my that's vote. the best book that's my vote that's is for the best place to start is john
0: yeah uh so it's just a good it's just a good spot i also think reading a couple proverbs a day is yeah. super helpful as well uh especially if you need a good tweet
2: on, uh, absolutely if you just want to impress your friends just steal from there that's so good
0: uh but i think one of the things that's so important to me and um this is a key to anything in life it's almost like there's so many people and even for me i get very apathetic about reading the bible and i'm just like uh Mm -hmm. i don't know if i want i you know i don't know if i want to today Mm -hmm. um but it's almost like what comes first is it discipline or desire Mm -hmm. and i think like i want to desire to read the bible and i think all of us kind of want to we're Mm -hmm. like i wish i desired to read the bible more yeah Yeah. like I, i wish that's something i wanted to do uh i just don't But I know even with like eating healthy and working out, which I don't do either of those. But I know with like playing softball and playing golf, I'm like the more that I do it, the more I enjoy it. Yes. Uh, And it was it you know some things that you do are a chore up top, and then you actually start to enjoy it after you do it. And so uh, reading the Bible, reading scripture is one of those things Um, because even though every single day you may be like this is kind of a grind right now, (laughs) like I'm kind, you know, I I do kind of feel like I'm checking a box. Well then read less. You know, But I will say it's just so helpful to get some sort of truth into your life, and, and it is so awesome how – I know even for me, just even things that I thought were unhelpful when I read them or you know, a verse has stuck with me throughout the day, and it's really challenged me or it's helped me or it's convicted me. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, I would never have any of that conviction if I didn't read that. And mm. so many people have always said, you know, man, I, I wish God would speak to me. And I'm like, okay, then read the Bible out loud. That's what Jeremy always <laughs> says. Okay. Cause, <laughs> cause man, that, that is, that is all that you need right there. Uh, so if you had to start somewhere, maybe start with John. Um, but I'm like, start somewhere, literally just start somewhere, yeah, go yeah. on a U-version reading plan, do what you got to do, yeah. uh, and, and just start
2: and yeah. you will start to desire uh the, the things God wants you to. Yeah. yeah, and I know that there are probably people that are scared uh I'm going to screw something up, yeah. like scared that I'm going to take something the wrong way because they've, they've heard some people use Bible in some scary ways, <laughs> and they're like, I don't want to be that person that is on that video saying that thing. I don't want to be the person that reads the Bible through that lens, and so sometimes that keeps us from even jumping into it, mm-hmm. so for that I would say It's it's okay. Yeah, God will give you more grace for stuff that you might not understand on the front end because there's stuff that all of us can say. Oh, I misunderstood that. Oh oh my gosh,
1: a hundred percent. I'm so glad you brought that up because I recently was actually reading John chapter two and it's the the wedding at Cana, and Jesus said something that bothered me.
0: (laughs) You you would be you would be reading about Jesus changing water into wine. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. (laughs)
1: anyway um so mary his mom comes up to him and is like dude we're out of wine like anybody would at a wedding you know be concerned about we're out of wine well n-
2: not my wedding Not my wedding,
1: not either. Wedding, but it, it, probably,
2: yeah i think that's how weddings are maybe heather's future wedding i
0: have no you idea never know so if i get invited
1: right yeah. if you're paying no um but anyway and so she's like we're out of wine and she's very concerned and jesus says woman like that's, that's his first word out of his mouth is woman. Why? Like, why do you address this to me? This is not my hour, you know? And I was like, Oh, how disrespectful one. That's your mother that you <laughs> wow. just said a woman to. If I said woman to my mother, I would not be here to tell the story. Um, and, and two, like just to address, you know, but in today's day and time, if I said something to you and you immediately respond to me with a woman, you know, like it's a different, different context. And so I was like, man, that is not the Jesus I know. Like Jesus is not disrespectful to women. He's not disrespectful to his mom. And it, and initially I was like, I don't understand why. Like, I I don't understand that. And to your point of like, I could have not done any more research i could have not asked any questions i could have not dug into the context of the time and the language and the way that people spoke to each other there and i wouldn't have understood understood that but through doing all of those things through asking questions and researching and looking up commentary and different things what i realized was that was like the first time of jesus stepping into the role of her savior not just her son like Mm -hmm. that and it was the first, right before he performed the first miracle. Right. And so I'm, I'm only viewing this through the lens of like, wow, I, that's the only, the only way I'm viewing that is through the lens of the context that I know, not at the wedding in Cana, you know, and, but I could have left that scripture and just like, man, that didn't sit well with me. Like that was, that was weird. I didn't know that Jesus like talked to women like that, but then like what a miracle that was right for him to, to step into that role of like, I, I'm your savior. You know, Like it's just, it's stuff like that all the time. And through the first glance or the first glimpse through whatever book we're reading or chapter we're reading or even verse that we're reading. And it's like, yeah, I don't understand that, but whatever. I got to check my box today. Right. I'm three days behind on my year plan. So I don't have time to look into the context (laughs) and the time of this story. So I have to go on. And then I would go the rest of my life, probably never reading John two again, because it bothers me. (laughs) Right. Because we do have that tendency of like, well, the book, the Bible is a book about me. And if this verse doesn't make me feel good, then I don't have to read it, you know, but using my resources and asking those questions and truly wanting to understand God and, and that verse that I was reading, then I was able to see John chapter two through a whole new lens. And that's so important.
2: If you go to the Bible for answers and end up with more questions, Welcome to the beginning of spiritual growth. (laughs) You should, if you go into it and you're just looking for answers and you just say like, I I didn't find any. Well, (laughs) the questions that you're asking and those digging in those will find your answers. So that's what the Bible does that almost no other book that you read will do for you Hmm. is that it'll bring up questions in your life that make you look at yourself and say, okay, what can I adjust here? Mm -hmm. And how can I... Uh, approach life in a new way. Yeah. yeah. And just practically speaking, uh, I love
0: kind of what you brought up, Heather, of mm. just. Like, and I, I don't understand certain things. So I'm going to figure them out. Yes. Like just in life, always like if, you, if you've if you gone through college, if you've gone through school, if you've worked in a tough work environment, like you got to figure things out. You got to put in the work, you got to yeah. put in the time. And so one of the super helpful things is just, you know, I'll read the Bible and then I've got org pulled up mm, and yeah. I'm just rolling through what does this word even mean? You know, if you got a King James version, <laughs> you're probably <laughs> doing that pretty often. Um, or even just like, man, what like why is this part in the Bible? Like yeah. they mention water into wine. Okay. Is drinking okay? Like, mm-hmm. type, like ask these questions and you can ask them to obviously, uh, you know, a pastor and you could text him, whatever. You can ask them to a friend, yep. whatever. Um, But that's a super helpful resource of just pulling up, uh, on your computer, or on your phone, gotquestions.org mm-hmm. and literally just typing these things in and they're going to give you even more scripture to start reading on yep. that. It's it's, it's yep. a rabbit trail. Okay. It's like social media. Okay. You'll just keep scrolling and yeah. scrolling and scrolling and you'll be like, Oh my gosh. Okay. Like I, you know, regardless, I feel like I learned something today. So, uh, that's just a helpful thing. Like that's an easy way to, to do some research right there.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the last thing that I have to add to this, cause you guys are Way better at a lot of different <laughs> of this stuff than I am.
0: Stop. Spiritual, no, keep going.
2: <laughs> spiritual growth never happens in a vacuum. So get people around you that want to pursue the same things that you do, and get put them in together in a Bible reading plan, or say, "Hey, can can we read through this book and talk about it at this time?" I didn't have any consistency. I didn't have any longevity. Anything in reading scripture until I brought people around me and gave them permission to call out when I'm being apathetic and lazy in certain areas yeah. until people could see that I'm not holding up my end of, of something that we've agreed upon, mm-hmm. then I could just pass it off. But when I get together and I can have a friend text me and say, Hey, you've, you've been lazy on this. You've been apathetic towards this and I can see it in your life. That's when I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Thank you. Cause mm-hmm. that's exactly what I needed. Um, because it never spiritually, you will never grow in anything, but especially spiritually you'll never, it'll never happen yeah. in a vacuum. It's good. All right. So, uh, as we wrap this, this
0: puppy up, all right. Um, <laughs> as we hit revelation oh. here, um, <laughs> what g- give me like one takeaway, like obviously like convince me to read the Bible. Like that, That's you. what I would say. I, I mean, that's crazy. I, this is a sales tech technique or whatever. Okay. I'm not asking for anything like that, but I'm just like, like seriously, well, like why? Like, why should I right now, uh, maybe I'm listening to this podcast on a run in my car in Starbucks. Like, why should I read the Bible? We're not here to convict you or guilt you or shame you. We're literally just like, why should I start?
1: Yeah. No, I think, I mean, it's a fair question. It's a challenging question, but I think it's, it's harder to form an opinion or, okay. So when I first became a Christ follower, the way that I viewed it was man, there's all of these things in my life that I have to change, right? Like there's all these behavior modifications that have to happen. And it honestly seemed so overwhelming and so not worth it at the beginning because I knew I was going to have to cut out these people, these places, these habits, these things that I at the time enjoyed to do. Right. And so I viewed it as this checklist of things that I had to do and these things that I had to change. But when I really started to read scripture, um, to be in community and to understand the, the true freedom in Christ, you know, I always heard that like the freedom in Christ, the, the freedom of being a Christ follower. Like I always heard that, but until I began to know God and to know scripture and to understand why and truly who he is, none of that seemed attainable to me, right? And I, I, I always knew, like, take, for example, like, sex before marriage is bad. Take that away. Sex is bad. No, it's not false. Sex is not bad, but sex in the wrong context is bad. Why? Because scripture says that, it, that it's harmful to you. Why? Because it's a sin against your own body. Well, what does that even mean? Well, Scripture says that our body is a temple, right? God views us, our body, as a temple. It's how we worship God. We wouldn't go to the temple and diminish the temple and damage the temple and and do all of these things to it right so why would we do that to our bodies and sin or sex outside of marriage like that's what we're doing see do you see the levels of that like when we only hear these things like sex is bad or drinking is bad or fill in the blank you know when we don't do that research for ourselves and see what the Bible says about those things or or why it's a sin or why it affects you differently then we just don't know right and so it's like again it's we're not always going to feel like it right and when we don't feel like it that's why it's that's when it's so important to be able to to lean on your knowledge and your wisdom and truly knowing god it's it's a completely different approach
0: and i love the idea that you brought up of like this is freedom. Yeah. And so many of us think, well, freedom is doing whatever I want to do. 100%. But it's crazy how, like, if you do all the drugs you want to do, um, mm-hmm. you're in the bondage of addiction.
1: Mm, you're not absolutely. free. Absolutely.
0: If if you do, sl- you know, if you do sleep around with, with all these different people, like, sure, you may feel like you have freedom. But actually, like, you're in bondage now. Yeah. Like, it's yep. just so crazy how like we feel like doing whatever we want to do is freedom and it's not. Yeah. And so like literally yes, kind of what you're saying. This is not a list of do's and don'ts. This mm-hmm. isn't just a, well, oh, we can't do that, we can't yeah. do that. This is boring. Like there is so much life in this journey. Mm-hmm. And so uh man, and um if this is going to top anybody off, it's the best-selling book <laughs> in true. the
2: world. So <laughs> everybody's like, yeah. doing it.
0: Yeah. All the kids well. are doing
2: it. So I like, just did. <laughs> That's, That's true. Funny. Uh for me I would say if you want to head in the right direction, you have to start with the right perspective. Yeah. So uh, I drive with my friend Sam sometimes, and Sam doesn't always wear his contacts or doesn't always wear glasses when he drives. <laughs> and so uh, a lot of times we'll be driving on like a highway or something. He won't always see signs, and he won't always see what's in the road, which oh, is scary in good. the passenger seat. So Noted.
1: Don't ride with Sam. <laughs> y- yes,
2: when he's not wearing his glasses or <laughs> contacts. There have been times on trips where he has just – When you see roadkill in the road, you usually like swerve to avoid it, smoke right through it,
1: just just goes through
2: it, (laughs) learned it the hard way. Sometimes in life, when you're, we're going through things, it helps to see with the right perspective. It helps to have clarity where you're not missing warning signs or you're not missing things in the middle of your path that could affect the journey that you're on. And so what I think of when I think of the Bible is that it's just the right perspective in my life when I'm off kilter in any way, it's almost always because I'm not spending the time mm. figuring out what God has said to so many people throughout time and what he wants to say to me right now. Mm. So like I said earlier, when, when I start to notice me being apathetic or other people notice noticed me being apathetic, it's not because, uh, God has stopped, speaking to me mm-hmm. it's because I've stopped being in a position to listen mm-hmm. I'm the one like my my time and place is waking up in the morning it's it's reading it at six I'm just a morning person that's who I am when when I start to question my direction my calling mm-hmm. uh my purpose in life I find myself questioning God why am I feeling all these different emotions it's not because he's not speaking to me it's because I'm not in the position to listen yeah and he's sitting at the table waiting for me, and it's my fault that I'm not coming to it. So if you are somebody out there that that says, I do have a, a clear direction where I want to go in my life, you always have to start with the right perspective. Mm. If you want to end up somewhere on purpose, I would say start with a perspective that is saying, I want to build my life based on what God says. And God says he, he speaks through his word. Mm. Love it. Well, hey, uh, know that if you have
0: any questions about the Bible or, or just anything that you want to toss around, anything you've been wrestling with, don't hesitate to email us at whatisthepoint at TV, Or you can always DM us on Instagram at NPThePoint. Yes. And we would love to answer your questions. Uh, I'll personally answer them. Whatever. Do I see anything?
2: I would I'll pass answer. to Heather. But. Yeah,
0: I, I'll i probably, I'll probably get Heather's a, like a, a advice first and yeah. then I'll answer that. Yeah, right. Uh, but seriously, we'd love to reach out. <laughs> I'm so good at that. That's
1: fine. Uh, I'm so humble. I don't even care. Yeah.
0: So no, but seriously, don't hesitate to reach out. We just want to be helpful in this and be a resource. We don't have all the answers. Um, but literally that's what we're here to do. Uh, just like walk with you on this faith journey. And so we're excited to do that. We will see y'all next week. Bye.